Hi, I am Bashar and you're listening to Skirmish Podcast. This is episode 4 and our guest today is Robert Anderson, an indie game developer from South Africa whose game Orb has just hit Steam Greenlight. If you are a game programmer, artist, composer or voice actor and need a place to show your work and connect with others in the industry, please check us out at skirmish.io. Robert, thank you a lot for joining us. Hi, Bashar. Um, thank you. Thank you for having me. And um, even before we start, thank you for, for all the support that you've given over the the, the period of, of the development of, of Orb. It's a, it's a pleasure pleasure to finally speak to you. I'd love to have you see your game go to green light, go through green light. <laughs> so would I, believe, believe you me. But uh, yeah, we'll get there. We'll definitely get there. Hopefully you will. So, uh, Robert, let's start by knowing more, a little more about you. Uh, tell us a little about yourself, where and how you grew up, your studies, line of work, and getting into the game industry. Um, okay, cool. So, uh, I was born. <laughs> there was that. Um, I grew up in a, a small little town um, just outside of um, Johannesburg um, in, in Gauteng, South Africa. Um, I was pretty much just your average, you know, school kid. We didn't have that many interesting subjects, and being being a small town, we exposed to many uh, large industries or or a lot of experience. Let's 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 put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so for pretty much. Uh, Throughout my childhood and, and, and high school career, it was just your average life. However, um, on the side, I was always pretty much interested in in computers, um, and my passion for for computers and gaming actually started. Sure, probably about seven or eight years old. Um, I remember I used to I used to watch my sisters play um, King's Quest and Space Quest and. And all of those old school games, um, and I used to sit there. And that was play, the, sorry, that so. was the PC, right? That was PC era. That was that, yeah, that was PC. Yeah. Okay. So oh yeah, and I was absolutely amazed at like how these little pixels would 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 get onto the screen, and 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 how they provided so much like uh, mystery and entertainment. So that that passion um, of of actually providing art through this medium has never left me. Um, unfortunately, given given circumstances with with finances, um, I had to take the the commercial route uh, rather than the 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 route that um, was more daring. Or let's say I played it safe. <laughs> I didn't have to take it. I made the choice of taking it, mm-hmm. um, and that led me into into sort of experience with um, uh, with. APSA, which is like a, the banks this side to Standard Bank and, and sort of the financial industry. And, you know, I got exposure, exposure into the uh, commercial industry. And then um, uh, that landed me up where I'm currently now um, a, a team lead for a, a media company, uh, quite a prominent media company in South Africa. Um, I think I skipped a part there. So my studies after high school, um, I was actually, I actually did that through UNISA. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. No. Uh, so it's it's um, it's a distance uh, education self-study. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of because of my my, my passion for programming, um, starting on on basic and then moving into sort of like the the turbo turbo C to the C plus plus, you know, and then uh, off to to all those other sort of derivatives. Um, 
uh, I was quite happy to to tackle on home study, uh, you know, like to to just basically learn the theory because that's what for me as as a, a software engineer counts. You know, it's not about the language; it's about it's about the theory. Um, so that's pretty much led my career all the way up to to this point. Um, and then about two years ago, I was sitting and I was I was just wondering, you know, like. I, I, I've dabbled around with a lot of concepts. I've dabbled around with with a lot of tool sets, and, and each time I started making something, um, it, it would be uh, I ended up either making my own little game engine or either doing some tool sets or some other uh, instead of actually making the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, so two years ago, this clicked, and I was like, you know what? I think with all of these modern tool sets out there. Um, you don't actually have to worry about uh, about that aspect in in game development anymore because that's already catered for you. So it, it frees up a lot of uh, creativity and freedom um, as as a developer to to work on on the other side of of the toolset uh, instead of actually building the toolset. Um, and that's pretty much the 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 mindset that I, I went in with and. Um, yeah, um, I knew exactly what the concept uh, would be because uh, there was an old game that I started in Delphi, um, also through through high school, and it was called Fusion at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that project got pretty far. It was very similar to to what the concept of of Orb, that's O dash R dash B, was. Um, and um, yeah, I just never completed it, and that that always hung over me. Uh, so that was the actual conceptualization phase. So all of those elements back then are sort of coming through in in, in the, the present day. Or um, yeah, so that's pretty much uh, my involvement in the game industry. Um, I would say only only two years, um, given given that I've only really just publicly started uh, pushing out those the, the development feed. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty much uh, just as I, I launched the concept of Orb. Um, so I can't say that I've had too much involvement in the game industry, but I have had a lot of uh, practice playing games. <laughs> we, we've all had that too. <laughs> can, can I take you back to that? Start where you mentioned uh, King's Quest and Space yes, Quest. Yes, yes, go for it. The Sierra games. Uh, that was. Oh, 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 dear, wait, that sketch. Oops. What? <laughs> I know your view on, on, on Lucas Arts versus Sierra. Uh, I, I do play these games, I do enjoy them. It's just that when they brag about dying in 100 different ways, uh, and one of them is you took a bite of an apple or forget to take a pen. And you're tri- yep, yes. and now you're stuck because you're not a police station, but you can't find the pin. <laughs> that was frustrating. That and, was frustrating. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and the thing is, uh, the the game is serious. I mean, Lucas, uh, gay, Lucas Arts is ridiculous. So if they say you're stuck because you don't have a pin, it can it can work. It's it's a funny game. It has some yeah. funny conclusions, but. Police Quest is a serious game, so when they tell me in a police station I'm stuck because I don't have a pen, <laughs> it's, just, you it's can't not tell funny. <laughs> my question was going to be, you, which, uh, that was on PC, which games was it, like King Quest 1, 2, or which one? 
Yeah, so so it was pretty much King's Quest One to the the, the text based. Ooh, um, okay. I, I, pre- I preferred I preferred the Space Quest series, though, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, especially Space Quest Three. Yes, that was good. Uh, Space, yeah, that was. I, I think you started off in the the the, the dump. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Oh man, I used to play that at my my friend's place. That was incredible. Uh, and at the same time, a four by four, some four by four game. Yes, memories. I tell you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, on PC, I think you you didn't have to suffer what we on on Commodore Omega had to suffer. The Sierra games were nefarious for having so many discs, like six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine, and on Commodore there is no such thing as install. You have to put the disc. It will load bits of it into the RAM, and then it will ask you to swap the disc. And yes, it, and it will not ask you one time. It will ask you like twelve times. Jeez. And after twelve times of loading, so you have waited already like five minutes. You realize you you just died. That was all to load the death scene, and then it says, "Do you want to load?" Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Why did you just tell me I died? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yes, those days. Like, I'm so glad they're not around. Flash discs. <laughs> Yeah, like, we just wait through CDs I, and then just fetches. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, st- I still miss them. Uh, uh, yo, <laughs> uh, incredible. And then, uh, then later on, you you used to get. Uh, I don't know if you ever used the the toolset ARJ some zipping archive. What's that? Uh, it's it's like a like a, an old school WinZip, mm-hmm. uh, but you used to use it in DOS uh, DOS six point two. Um, <laughs> used to feel like such a hacker. <laughs> um, uh, I'm not sure. The first time I bought a PC game was I saw Day of the Tentacle, which my avatar is the Tentacle. If you know the game, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw it in the store and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so rich!" And he told yeah. me, "No, that's a PC. It's not Commodore." And my dad then realized how much I'm in love with it and said, "Okay, you can buy it." So I bought Brilliant. the discs. I put the disc in the computer after the Windows start, and nothing happens. What the hell? Oh, no. I restart and then it's stuck at DOS and it says like what, <laughs> operating system disk or something like that. Yeah, a like bad command or file name. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And then uh, you have to install. What's install? What what kind of nonsense is that? And I install it and the game starts with the music. Why? You need sound card. What the hell <gasps> yes, is that? Sound- <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like someone was scamming me all the way along. But then once I installed it, I heard the voices of the characters for the first time. And I still remember exactly what they say. I was uh, completely in love. Uh, right now, incredible. I'm playing the Death Tentacle Remastered one. Oh, so fantastic. Back memories. Uh, okay, so that was the old days. Right now, we have a lot of indie games. We have a lot of game development tools. And you yourself have been working on a game called Orb. Tell us a little Great. about it. All right, so Orb is um, it's it's a unique game. Um, so if I can give you the elevator pitch, mm-hmm. um, you you pretty much have to solve puzzles to build Orb up to be strong enough to face what I call wormhole challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got twelve constellations to discover. Um, these constellations are containing about ten to fifteen puzzles each. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to 
build orb up by solving as many puzzles, finding and solving as many puzzles as possible, um, which then gives you upgrades and unlocks. Um, that allows you to face stronger challenges through through the wormholes. Uh, uh, once you get all 12, um, you'll then be able to unlock um, the 13th constellation, um, being uh, Ophicius. So Ophicius is, it's, like a, uh, it's actually a play on words from the, the true 13th constellation. I actually can't pronounce it. Um, Ophiacus or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Ophiacus is actually good, but uh, in, in, in all, Ophicius is actually bad. And, and that's going to be sort of the, the, the final boss round. It will probably take, take part in the wormhole challenges. Mm. So... That's some um, sort so, of boss level then. Yes. So there will be the so unfortunately given one man one man <laughs> show, uh, especially with day job, um, you know, like progress is is, is rather slow. Um, so the the game is divided into three uh, it's like three how, how do I say this? Um, uh, it's like quarters. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, quarters with three constellations each. After three constellations, you'll face sort of your first uh, kind of boss in in the uh, wormhole challenges. Uh, and then after the next three, you'll face the next the next boss, um, and 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 so on um, until the, the the final boss. So uh, there, there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot more to come in terms of that side of of the game um you know the 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 puzzle the puzzle verse and the puzzle elements are pretty much they're they're pretty much complete um uh, just there are a few that require touch uh, a tad more polish mm-hmm. um but um they're they're mostly there um and i've got a i've got a backing tool set uh, you know in-game editor for for the puzzles which makes building them relatively uh, fun and and um you know easy and and and, and quick um, so i'm not too concerned about about the 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 puzzle verse uh sort of going forward i'm i'm going to be focusing more on on fleshing out the uh the challenges uh to connect the 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 puzzles together mm-hmm. So, so what, yeah. Okay, uh, you mentioned Orb was a consequence of an original game you were working on called Fusion. Uh, yes, correct. Are they very similar in concept or just one inspired the other? And where did the original idea come from? All right, so so the original idea, original, original idea. I don't know if you ever played, now this is, I think, a Windows, Windows game. Mm-hmm. Um, Chips Challenge. Not sure, I don't think so. All right, I th- it's like I think it was like a. I think Microsoft actually published it like 1989. I could be I could be mistaken. Don't quote me on the dates. Um, but this this game is a puzzle game, and what it had was pretty much what what Orb today has. Um, it it's got the little conveyor belts. Um, it's got the pressure panels. You know, it's got different kind of pickups that allow you to travel over different surfaces. Um, so there are a lot of concepts in in that in that puzzle uh, itself in that puzzle game that that are inherent in inside uh, what Orb is today. And a lot of that comes from the original version of Fusion, 
which at the time like um was was then a semi clone of of chips challenge mm-hmm. um so borrowing on those concepts that I learned from fusion um because i I started bringing in lasers you know like uh, the little pulses um and I started bringing in like really cool funky uh funky type elements you know and I was like really enjoying it um so uh, when that fell through, you know, obviously life just uh, moved on, and a lot of those concepts that were in fusion were moved over into orb. Um, but a lot of the concepts have also been dropped. Mm-hmm. So I had a I had a concept um, in in the original version um, of fusion as well as the original version of orb, um, which was remarkably different. Um, uh, the original version of 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 orb had sort of like lava and water mm-hmm. and and the idea was to use a wooden block to cover water and a cinder type block a concrete block to cover the lava uh, for to to form a safe passage and i resolved that down into just one panel and the void um, so instead of having that complication between having to know what block uh, covers which element, um, I just decided, well, let's just remove all types of blocks. We'll have two types of blocks. Um, we'll have the light block. We'll have the the symbol light block, um, and we'll throw away the that sort of the weight on the on on the player having to try and remember that stuff. Uh, just took away the background. Said, "Okay, well then, there's no more water. There's no more lava. It's just void." Then, then I then I was stuck with the problem because then I had a blackness, uh-huh. <laughs> and I had these horrible looking tiles. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, well, this isn't going to work." <laughs> so yeah, um, that's pretty much like how how fusion related to Orb's concept. Um, that little 3D part that you see in, 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 in the mix is actually, I, I, attempted, I attempted a 3D version, um, but I wasn't able to, to be creative enough in that space uh-huh. for me to, to convey these concepts that I had um, already conceptualized. In, in a 2D world. Now, I could, I could, with a little bit of work, translate them back into the 3D realm, but I think it would lose some some of the the original uh, feel uh, that the game was going for. Is, is that part of the video that was on a skirmish showing the history? Yes, of, oh, yes, okay. correct. Yeah, it was... So, uh, I was going to ask you actually about that. The transition over time is huge, and it's interesting how how much has changed and you've taken obviously gutful decisions to move it from 3d to 2d uh but probably for the better some games don't work in 3d even if you have more experience like worms i'm sure you've played worms right yeah love worms yes never worked in 3d did it no oh i hated the 3d version it was horrible yeah (laughs) Yeah, that that was that wasn't a very good uh, port. No, not at all. Yeah. So, uh, Robert, uh, you're a developer first, correct? Yes. But the correct. graphics in the game is really fascinating. I enjoy looking at it. How did you achieve that level? <laughs> With a lot of luck. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be just luck. 
wish a lot of luck. Okay, so so maybe maybe it's because I'm left-handed. <laughs> okay. Um, no, it's okay. So I would I would say that uh, the that particular look was achieved not by not by me alone, but um, but by my wife, by um, a couple of colleagues at work, by my friends, by uh, people online. Um, so it it was the the original concept when I when I launched was one of the it was like it looked pretty cool. If I look back now, I'm like, yeah, it looks pretty cool. You know, like I, maybe I would play, you know. Um, and and the more I posted the content, um, the, the 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 more sort of the the game changed because people were weren't biting. If that if that makes sense, you know, it's like, well, I want people to play my game. What it looks like, it must look fantastic. You know, the, the I know I know the concepts behind are, are pretty catching. Um, so so you know, I need to get this game visible, um, and and that led to a lot of experimentation um, in terms of look and feel. Um, a lot of sort of. Uh, different different types of panels, different looks, uh, and a lot of input from uh, a business analyst that uh, one of my colleagues that pretty good with, with the marketing eye. So just through a lot of a lot of iteration, a lot of um, a lot of testing the 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 waters. Uh, you know, did this post do better than this one? Why did this post do better than that one? Um, like you know, like being observant to to sort of what what your your potential audience is looking for definitely helped. Um, so so that, that that's pretty much what guided the like the direction of of Orb in terms of its look and feel. And obviously, I had a lot to play with in terms of in terms of how I wanted the game to actually feel, which is uh, kind of this last feeling, um, like an indie. <laughs> like being an indie dev, <laughs> yeah. you know, like uh, just this this expense, and so I'm um, I'm hoping that that that's at least achieved through sort of that visual look, and as well as the music. Um, as for the background, so I think I touched on on having dropping the 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 water and and the and the lava panels and and all those uh, accessories. Um, I was left with blackness, so. I was like, okay, well, I, I want a background, mm-hmm. but I don't want I don't want a background that is just static, and you know, like, and 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 this is where Unity would have probably like completely sort of helped me, um, in, in terms of having that depth in the background. Um, so I decided, okay, well, there are other ways to get pretty cool um, looking backgrounds, you know, like three shaders. So I started reading up on shaders, you know, started implementing small little ones like the diffuse shaders and the, and the normal maps, you know, just getting getting a, a, a feel for for the easier ones. And then, um, yeah, I managed to, to get through um, the uh, a, a nice, fantastic tutorial. I think I can't remember the actual link, um, which involved fractal patterns. And um, I managed to port that through to to the the, the GLSL um, specs, and I had a fractal field. So I was like, okay, cool. Now now I can do fractals. I can do fractal patterns. You know, like, and I can actually control the, the little variables. You know, like lots of lots of experimentation again. You know, poking and prodding variables, and um, and it eventually hooked them up to to controlling um, orbs movement. Uh, or orbs movement controlling the, the the look of the background. 
Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so currently Orb is is white. Um, in 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 the second constellation, uh, just after the demo closes, in the second constellation, Orb is actually going to be um, knocked out in terms of his color. Spoiler. He's actually going to be black. <laughs> you can cut it if you want to. <laughs> um, so he's actually going to be he's actually going to be black and what's going to be in front of him is then the introduction to the color swap mm. um, um it's you're going to be playing in the blue realm only um you're going to only have one color uh which is then blue and then the next constellation you're going to be in the in like a red um a, a red realm and then only once you're you, you've pretty much got the hang of what the realms are um, will I introduce the actual color swapping mechanism in the in the next quarter of 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 the game, and that will include then picking up two orbs and having two colors to play with. So then you can pick up a red orb, you can pick up um, a, a blue orb, and you're going to be in the purple realm. Um, you can then drop one of the orbs, and you'll then be in like the red realm, for instance. You know, or drop the red orb, pick up. The, the blue orb and you'll be in the blue realm and each of those realms have their own blocks and uh, panels which will which which come through if uh, under and which are visible under that light spectrum mm-hmm. um, so that that's a pretty involved concept <laughs> so I can't uh, so I have to guide the player into it very slowly um, and uh, so it's it's going to take a while for for sort of my audience to actually get the 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 full concept of all, but that's that's okay. You know, as long as they're playing the puzzles and they're enjoying them, then you know they'll get there. So you're like taking them into a long sort of enjoyable tutorial until the real challenging puzzle starts. <laughs> pretty much. Eh? No, no, the, the game can be pretty complex. Um, you know, the, it, it, it's got a serious degree of complexity with, uh, especially when you start bringing in the lasers because the lasers listen to the color uh, of orb. Um, so if, <laughs> if, you, if, if you can shoot out a blue laser, if, you are, if, if orb himself is blue, then you're not going to see that blue light that the blue laser is shooting out, which uh-huh. makes it pretty much uh, a passable object. You can then get through that laser um, uh, with, uh, without being killed in the blue realm. But if you're in the purple realm, you, you're not going to be able to get through that laser. Um, so stuff like that, uh, you know, those those kind of concepts with color swapping, um, very very complicated. Now, obviously, those those really complicated levels will will be on the peripheral. If you're looking at the puzzle verse, which is that uh, gorgeous little um, area that that the background with the stars, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and I you've got the that. constellations laid out. Um, uh, if you're looking at the puzzle verse, like you, 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 if you look, if you had to draw a line through all of the mandatory levels that you need to complete, it's actually not that many. It's a, it's a handful, and the mandatory levels will be passable to some to some degree, challenging, but but not um, not stopping, not progress stopping. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of these these seriously complicated puzzles will be in the peripherals for those players that really want to 
have a bread, like a, a sit down for a couple of hours. <laughs> and say, okay, I've got a puzzle to solve. <laughs> um, that that's at least what my my vision is for for the um, the progression of of the game. Uh, and speaking of hours, do you have? Uh, are you aiming for a specific number of uh, playtime? Um, so, it, in all honesty, no, I don't really have a target um, a target in mind of play hours. Um, but I can pretty much complete the alpha demo in under 10 minutes. Um, so I know, I know the, I know the, the solutions, you know, like, um, being the creator, it's actually quite sad because you don't, you don't get to feel what the player is feeling. <laughs> um, so I don't really have a, to design level for you, someone to challenge you with yep. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my wife, my wife's done that. Um, right. My mate's done it. Yeah, no, it's, it's it is good. It's, um, yeah. So I'm hoping that the community will step in when when I when I launch the editor. Uh, that's going to be fun. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, speaking of the community, Orb has just hit Steam Greenlight. Big congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, at what point in the game development? stages did you think okay this is good enough right now to put it on green lights and has this decision been affected by the removal of green lights that's coming soon um so correct in has has the movement of green lights affected the the push so i'd say it's 50 50 um, in in my case, it it definitely did affect the push because it's for me it was one of the biggest kind of dev milestones mm -hmm. um and it was something that that i decided to do like uh, after i had launched the concept of orb um and it's it's <laughs> so so it, like it, the the news of steam sort of closing their doors was was uh, once again also 50 50 because i can understand why um but for me, it was kind of, okay, now I really have to get a move on. Um, you know, like I only have a short limit. Like I've got a limited time and I need to at least try uh, get get the game out there onto the platform with, with as little money as possible. Um, so it definitely did have some form of impact. But then on the other side of things, like I started getting to a point where I was getting um, agitated. <laughs> if that, oh. if that, so I was like, I really need to just get something out there now. You know, like it was like one of those, get it out. Um, I think it's it comes from from sort of the the software engineering practices, um, release early, release often, <laughs> mm -hmm. and and you know, like and, and this two year gap, uh, like uh, holding holding a release, was making me extremely nervous. So I wanted to get something out there at least um, to. To start building up that audience, and I thought, well, you know, I'm I'm going to do that, and and I may as well um, hit hit green lights as well when I do it, because you know, like I'll get the demo up to up to a pretty good look, and and I'll take my chances. Mm -hmm. um, and then as for as for when, like, did I know it was ready? Well, <laughs> at this point, I still don't know if it's ready, but uh, like the demo, I think the demo plays well. Um, I think the it, it definitely demonstrates what the game is capable of, um, given given more time and and um, 
perhaps a, a, a bit more resource. Um, and yeah, like uh, I started getting a lot of interest on, on Twitter and a lot of interest on Instagram um, and a lot of positive sort of feedback and comments and people jumping into chats, giving me like sort of asking me for release dates and, um, you know, and, and, and once that started happening, I was like, okay, you know, like this, this actually now is starting to pull some traction with, with some potential people out there, you know, with, with, with potential audience. And, uh, yeah, I was prodding along, you know, this audience was building up and I was getting more of these, like, you know, likes and these comments. And I'm like, okay, you know, like, this is feeling pretty good. I'm on a roll. Um, and then some guy popped up in my feed and he's like, this looks like a game that should be on Steam Early Access. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, there, there it is. You know, there's someone that thinks this game should be there. There's, there've got to be more. <laughs> so, yeah, like from from that point on, it was it was probably about uh, two months um, when when I received that. You know, just continued the usual feeds, the usual updates, um, building up, building up the, the the base, and yeah, we just and I decided to launch. Um, well, uh, I hear a lot of people are pushing for uh, submitting before the green light goes away. What's coming after is yes. you have to pay to get your game on, right? Correct, yes. Has, ha, have they settled on a price yet or still unclear? Not, not to my knowledge. Okay. But not to my knowledge. Say if the price is like three, $400, do you see that as a huge... Uh, stepping stone, a huge uh, barrier to entering the Steam markets. Uh, if you know that it's just $300, would you still try to go and rush and change your schedules and priorities to hit the green light, or you think $300 or $400 is manageable? So, so, so I think $300 is manageable. It also depends on 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 um, interest, and that's why I think green light is is a fantastic um, a fantastic tool. Mm-hmm. Because even even if even if there's little interest at this point, um, at least through this process, I would have garnered that interest. Um, if if I if I don't get through through green light, um, and and what I've got out there is actually starting to 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 pull a, uh, quite a nice fan base. Then there is a strong possibility that I will put it on on Steam um, through through that that medium or that channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so it, it's it's really all dependent on 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 how things go from from this point. Uh, definitely going to be completing the game because it's one of those things that if I don't complete this game. There, yeah. <laughs> no, this game definitely uh, needs to be completed. It needs to be completed. Thank you. <laughs> has to, has to. It's got, uh, it's got a beautiful ending. You know, I've got the ending inside. It's just uh, getting, getting the community involved and, and you know, pulling in their interests. And so yeah, like um, it's, a, it's a, it's a. I think you know. I think it's on a positive roll at, at this point. It's just it feels very slow, especially now because it's. Uh, I'm waiting on it. Mm-hmm. That that anxious feeling and every hour feels like eight hours. Type. You, have to, you keep putting the fresh button every five minutes. <laughs> yeah, and it's bad. It's ah. seriously bad. You, you must stop it. <laughs> 
put put a jar like a swear jar, refresh jar every time you hit the refresh. <laughs> you like have a to. Think. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> I'll take the profits. <laughs> okay, fantastic, awesome. <laughs> Just give me the address. Uh. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so now you. Tell us about how you prepared for the green light. Did you take certain steps, certain measures before you submit? Um, so yes, definitely lots of prep work. Uh, two years, actually. <laughs> okay. No, I meant so, since, so. <laughs> since deciding you want to go to green light. Did you uh, like, certain... like since the actual campaign push? Yeah. Um, so so yes, lots of lots of prep. Um, you have to make sure that you've got all of the footage that you need. You have to make sure that you got most of the marketing material you need. And I'm still finding like like image sizes that are, are required on on certain sites, and I'm like, okay, damn, now I'm gonna make another image of the same thing just with a different resolution. <laughs> now we oh. can't bloat it up because then it's gonna stretch the pixels, you know. <laughs> mm. So so. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of prep work involved in, in in getting through sort of the marketing material, you know, and it's also it's also a lot of throwaway stuff. Um, so what you see is like maybe the hundredth, <laughs> the hundredth kind of like shot that you're happy with, oh. and the rest are like okay, no. <laughs> like, so like a photographer, so, you keep taking photos. Yeah, almost, them out. yes, oh. yes, almost. Um, so so um, that's that dominates a, a, a lot of time um and then there's obviously the the trailer um the so that's super important um uh, luckily i have a mate um up in johannesburg who um we actually grew up together in in um high school um so long long last friends i've probably 20, 20 odd years maybe now mm. um, and he was uh, super happy to assist with the, the, the trailer he's actually also doing um, most of the, the in-game music um, so super talented bloke um, yeah very very grateful for his assistance um, what's his name? Uh, Renee Kimball alright yeah so out. so Absolutely. Um, so, um, other other prep then obviously includes kind of your your PR basis, making sure that you know like uh, people are at least aware. Uh, I contacted a number a number of smaller um, sort of indie shout out channels, um, indie game launchpad, uh, U Rock, um, and then there's also um, uh, who was that? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so I contacted Jupiter Hadley for the um, for the trailer. Mm -hmm. um, actually, it was indie it was indie game Launchpad that gave me Jupiter's details. So very grateful for that. Um, and then yeah, just a lot more sort of soft press, soft PR um, in group chats somewhere. You know, like just making sure that hey, you know, launching this, launching that. You know. um, and then obviously you need the the, the, the green light setup page. So you got, you got to make sure that you got your correct descriptions. You got to make sure that you you got your placements correct. And then you also want to sort of follow that up with articles. So I did a lot of kind of um, article writing for um, for my IndieDB page, mm -hmm. uh, and just you know the smaller the smaller places around. Um, so quite a bit of. Quite a bit of prep work, um, and then you obviously have to make sure that 
you balance that with the dev time because at the time uh, I had set the dates, you know, it was like I was still actively, I was still a while away from from alpha or demo completion state. Mm. So, yeah, lots of prep. Orb really looks like the game that should pass Steam Greenlight. But let's take it from you. How How is it going so far? It's been uh, less than a week, right? Um, yeah, I think it's been five days now. All right. How, how is it going so far? So, I wouldn't say that it's going fantastically well. Um, I think in terms of my eyes, um, I'm not I'm not hitting a, a big enough audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel that um, the the like the Steam Greenlight traffic. I think I managed to only get 500 views from them themselves. Oh. So that it felt like they actually removed the 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 the, the view factor at least the day after that it was launched um so that that kind of bummed me out a bit because i was like looking forward to a lot more eyes but you know that just meant okay well now i have to do a lot more pr so um that that that's been an experience of note um i've definitely learned um uh, a lot from the community so far in terms of in terms of pr and marketing um and, and there are some fantastic people out there like uh, always willing to help so it's, and that's great to see um, you know it's just a matter of actually you know asking um, in the, in that sense so um, I'm, I'm looking at building up a little bit more traffic because I've got a couple of articles still pending I think one's going to be run for Alpha Beta Gamer um, so I'm looking forward to when that runs um, and a couple of streamers have, have started picking up um, they're they're spreading the word slowly that side probably on twitch and um yeah so i think things are gonna are gonna start getting a little bit faster um i just just have to carry on pushing and carry on um uh, finding finding the right uh, people to to speak to fingers crossed crossed. yes absolutely definitely Uh, of course we wish and not to jinx jinx it but Say it doesn't go through, and Steam Green Light is cancelled. What will you do then? Do you have backup plans? So, so yes, yes, indeed. Um, I think we we actually touched on it just just earlier. Look, uh, if it if it doesn't go through Green Light, you know, then um, it's going to be you know it's one of those things where like I'll be a little bit sad. You know, I'll have to just uh, hang my tail between my legs. But you know, it's it's one of those pride things. Yeah, I've been hurt in life before, and you know, like um, I think this one's different. You know, this one at least went went through the the the, the mental preparation um, before. You know, and like if it doesn't go through, um, one who's to say like how I'll feel? <laughs> but at least there are moments where I, that I'll reflect back on saying, you know, like, just remember what you said there. You know, <laughs> so um, there are definitely backup plans. I mean, we spoke about uh, channeling the 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 what Steam Direct, um, if if the the price is reasonable, and I've def- and, and I've built up a, um, a following, um, and then there's also kind of the, the the smaller guys that are picking up a lot of noise, like Humble Bundle and um, all of the all of the smaller little distributors. Uh, they're always good options. So, 
yeah, like uh, there's, uh, I'll, I'll I'll get the game out there for sure. Sure. Uh, speaking of humble bundle, I'm sure you heard they're turning into a publisher themselves. Uh, yes. So, have you followed up on that? Uh, is there any updates uh, in that regard? In all honesty, I haven't actually done much much research, much research there. Um, uh, I know that it's been suggested to me by a couple of, of of other people, so it sounds like it's definitely worth um, investigating. Uh, unfortunately, I can't give you much more info than that. Uh, okay, and do you have plans to port the game into console or iOS and Android? To me, it seems perfect for uh, mobile and tablets. So yes, absolutely is is amazing on um, uh, mobile. The actual the the original concept um, uh, orb like the O dash R dash B uh, was actually mobile compatible, mm-hmm. um, and that framework is is pretty much still in in orb today. Um, it's just not exposed and will need a lot of um, tender loving care uh, when I when I look at doing the actual port. Um, so it's definitely it's definitely on the cards, um, and and uh, yeah, the original concept was fantastic on mobile. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Cool. Uh, so, what tools have you used uh, building Orb? Uh, do you have any favorites? Um, oh, so such as like graphical tools for graphics for uh, <laughs> yeah paint.net paint okay paint.net yeah so so um, I haven't I actually don't have any licenses for Adobe or um, oh. or any of those those heavy studios mm-hmm. um, so literally I've done all of my my work in GIMP uh, paint.net and Inkscape. Uh, yeah, like all all free freeware tools available. Very, yeah, very useful. That's great. So you can make this sort of games without having to pay a huge sum of money. Yes, indeed you can. Yes, <laughs> indeed you can. That's great. Uh, and do you have any valuable lessons you learned working on Orb? Uh, you you gave, if you go back in, in time, you would. Do it differently based on these lessons. Sure. <laughs> uh, you know that's that's actually such a tough question, Michelle, because um, it, it, to to go back and do it differently means that I would have lost the experience. <laughs> <laughs> but but so no, so no, picture, I, picture I this. you go in time. You you can go back in time, and you see yourself doing that stupid mistake. And you want to slap yourself a couple of times, like, don't do this. What what would that moment be? <laughs> you know what? I've actually made way too many mistakes. Oh. I can't really pinpoint any <laughs> single one of them. <laughs> right. I'm, being, I'm being honest, not one. Because I feel like the, the whole journey has just been one of those, like, uh, explorative processes. <laughs> so... Um, the mistakes, the mistakes I took as well, not this way, must be the other way. <laughs> so if you go back in time, you just see yourself and say, oh, I'll just let him figure it out on himself. <laughs> Too many mistakes to correct. 
exactly right. <laughs> uh, fantastic. No, look, there, there, there are definitely things that that I've learned, especially on the on the on the PR side. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one of them is um, sort of um, being able to sell something and uh, to to someone without actually like dumping it on them. And be like, look at it, look at it, <laughs> like, you know. So that's why, I like, the, the the building up of the community and the PR is super important, you know. And and, and you can't just jump into a community and um, and not participate, uh-huh. um, you know. People, otherwise, you're just one of those bouncers. You're gonna jump in there, and, and it's gonna be like, okay, well, cheers, <laughs> like you know, they got their attention, they got what they wanted, and and and, and they leave, you know. That's not that's not the way you do it. Like most of the times, they're not gonna get what they want. Um, so, so there's definitely a lot that I've learned in, uh, in terms of the soft skill involved with, um, uh, interacting with people, um, interacting with people on a business level, on a friendly business level, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately I can't give you any, any kind of advice that, that's <laughs> or the tips on how to do it, it. But <laughs> as a general just of it um, and then obviously there's um then there's the educational back end you know and the game design aspects and what works well in in, in this particular tool set that i'm using um and what doesn't work so well in this particular tool set so there's a whole bunch of that stuff you know the that that you'll pick up along the way the, um, but that's really tool set related um so you can you can definitely jump into a community after writing a game like this with um, with a lot of a lot of kind of advice to give others, but they have to be kind of directed questions. Um, you know, it's like how do you do this in X Y type uh, mm-hmm. not just, type scenarios? Not just hey, I'm trying to make a game help. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> it's like, well, do you have an idea? It's like yes, okay, cool. Well, then just go and do it. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's where you so, start. Sounds like, like, like sounds like Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's exactly where you do it like you you just have to start um so one of the one of the i will actually say one of the biggest biggest lessons that i've i've learned is yeah, um sort of comments comments are, are there to to grow to help you grow mm-hmm. at least most comments are you know you get the trolls um okay. but sorry, most uh, comments sorry can i ask you which sites yeah, yeah. are you talking about right now like is there specific sites where you actually get valuable feedback besides the trolling uh, well no not really most like mainly not on sites but uh, other than yours at least mm-hmm. <laughs> i think you you're you're definitely one number one source on, on valuable feedback oh, thank you so much <laughs> such an honor but that also oh, that's yeah no pleasure um that that all that most of that happens in sort of chat channels discord mm-hmm. um discord's like the biggest thing now uh-huh. so it's growing massive it's crazy <laughs> it is. it's like everyone just drops you like a <laughs> and like hey join my discord channel i'm like okay <laughs> so most of that most of the um, that stuff is done off-site um out of the public eye Okay. Um, just out of general questions, out of like, hey guys, what do you think of this? Or, yeah, you know, like, and then like, or, or you post it on Facebook, and you're like, Facebook's terrible though. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen I've seen groups that are really horrible, and some groups that are actually yeah. really supportive yeah. and give good feedback. Honestly. Yes, 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 definitely. You have to find those ones that are, are at least supportive because, 
Um, but yeah, like you drop it into Facebook, you know, or, or Twitter, and you're like, um, uh, "What do you like? Uh, do you like A or B?" Um, Instagram. I don't think I've really done that with with my Instagram posts. I, I use Instagram more as my devlog because it's a lot of effort to actually keep up a proper devlog. I prefer rather just writing a longer post on on Instagram. Uh, just explain it there. Um, so yeah, actually, I, I think I posted your video teaser of Orb on Instagram on our Instagram is actually I think doing decently. It got yes, got some yeah. good attention. Absolutely. I think like last it was uh, I think 30 something likes it and what it was now. I think Indie Game Man also picked it up. So Yeah, yeah. That was Yeah, nice. shout out for that. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's move from the online communities and talk about the local community in South Africa. How is it? How big is it? How organized is it? Tell us about it. So there is there is definitely a community. Um, a lot of the like when I was growing up, I honestly did not know the that a South African gaming community actually ever existed. To be quite honest, because I was like for a very long time uh, before I embarked on this on this game development quest, very long time living in a world where. I thought, well, Free Lives was pretty much the only game studio in South Africa, and that was it, you know. Like, uh, <laughs> but it's actually a lot bigger than I gave it credit for. Um, so there, there's a group, uh, Make Games South Africa. Um, they, they, they are quite supportive. Um, shout out to them. Thanks, guys. Um, and it's growing. It's growing quite nicely. It's it's garnering some some good attention. You know, very supportive community. Um, they've also got a they've also got a Discord channel. Um, also also quite active. Um, and then they're heading up a lot of um, drive and direction for the for the actual um, gaming industry in South Africa. Like getting the foundation set. You know, at least mm-hmm. making sure that the government is aware that hey, look. You know, there's this happening in, in in South Africa, and you know, you you should probably get behind it and support it. So they're doing a lot of, of work in that nature to to make sure that um, the, the 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 young ones coming out of school are at least aware that hey, look, there there are these other options, um, and and you know, I can do game dev. You know, it's not it's not this thing where I have to be accepted to some AAA game studio anymore, you know, like you can do it from your basement. Um, and, and, and they're definitely driving for, for that. Um, so it's growing. Um, I can't give you numbers. I can't give you figures. Um, I can say that there, there are a couple of prominent studios. Um, I mean, we all know, um, we all know Broforce, um, Free Lives, um, Broforce is from South Africa. Yep, Free Lives. That, that's the it's from Broforce, the game, right? These sides. Yes. Rolling. I thought it's British. Yeah. Why do I think it's British? No, it's it's South Africa. Yeah, it's South Africa, born and bred in Cape Town. <laughs> this is one of my favorite games ever. Honestly, I played this game online with my uh, locally with my kid and my niece, and we would stream it live and. We just go nuts laughing at it. We have no idea what's going on. Everything is blowing. Everything is blowing up, and <laughs> it's fun for some reason. Even though I'm not sure if I'm alive or dead. 
it is awesome. They know they did a fantastic job with ProForce, uh, and, and they deserve all the credits. And those guys did a good job. They do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's, you know there's three lines. Them, just give them my regards if you know anyone. Cool. I definitely will. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then I think like we've got uh, the Brotherhood. They I think they released a game called Stasis. I think they're working on um, a new game at the moment um, called Beautiful Dissolution. It really does look beautiful, so you must just check that out. That's pretty cool. Okay. Um, and sure, let's think. We got uh, I think Tupid, um, Runestorm. I think is one of them. Oh yes, yes. We got. Um, uh, do you know the game Desktop Dungeons? Dungeon, desktop dungeons. Des- desktop dungeons. Yes. Oh, I don't think so. That's Q- QCF Design. Um, they they're also South African. So there are a couple of um, a retro epic. I think is one. <laughs> yeah, there 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 are a number. Um, and then I'm trying to think of the one last one. There's a game that's that's in the feeds. Um, I think it's slipping my mind. Okay, no, don't worry about it. Forget no, no about problem. it. <laughs> Cool. Uh, so yeah, like it's it's there's definitely it's definitely building in South Africa, um, and it's get, it's getting bigger. Um, and I think in a few years' time, we're gonna we're gonna start seeing some some really really good titles uh, from news. from some prominent studios uh, in South Africa. That's great news. Uh, I've looked online and I've seen some college programs for game design. How good and how popular are they? Um, yeah, once again, I actually wouldn't know. Um, I, I, I honestly wouldn't think that um, they would be very useful. I think you can get more experience if you go and find some form of mentor, um, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, but you can definitely get a lot from them. Uh, don't get me wrong. You know, like um, love love researching and. Um, picking up new skills and tricks. So you can definitely pick up a lot from them. But the experience alone is, is you know, on the, on the floor. Um, theory theory will get you so far, and you've you got to put that theory into practice. So other, other than my thoughts on that, I can't, I can't really say how, how popular or how, or how useful or helpful they are because I actually have not attended one. Okay, and do you think there is a market for young game talents, young artists, young composers who wants to get into the game industry? Is there a place for them, or is it very hard? You have to form your own teams right now in South Africa. Um, so, so that's that's where Make Games SA at least tries to drive. Um, they've got a um, sort of a monthly meetup that they run throughout the country. Um, so um, there, there are a couple of meetups depending on the locations so there there are definitely little communities that 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 bubble up and then they like sort of pair up and then go off and work on like a little project together um so that 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 stuff you can easily find um online through make games essay um their forum or mm-hmm. or facebook uh how is the uh women uh, in games in South Africa, are they involved? Like, do they have a reasonable percentage, or are still? <laughs> so I think they, 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 I think they definitely are involved. Mm-hmm. I just don't see them. 
I, I, that that's my gut feel. Like um, I know I know of one or two, um, and but I can't say is for how like um, the the the, dig, the demographic for that figure looks. Okay, so the meetups Not are in- prominently still male here. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, if you go to the meetups, you'll 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 see that there's definitely more um, more more males than than females. But is the culture uh, open? Like, if woman wants to participate, that's oh yes. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not that aware of obviously oh. South African culture, so that's why I'm asking. Uh, okay, yeah, no, yes. Like, um, if you want to participate, you just rock up. That's great. And you start speaking. Yeah. All right. Very friendly. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Love to hear that. Uh, so, Robert, let's talk a little about your personal interests. What kind of gamer are you, and what are your other hobbies? Sure, other hobbies over the last two years <laughs> uh, would include Orb. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay, so um, other games. Now that that's an interesting topic because we could sit for hours. Um, I, I don't really have a specific genre. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I like any good game. Um, I do have a couple of favorites, um, such as uh, Ori and the Blind Forest. Don't know if you're familiar with it. Ori, yes. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Second one, I'm not sure. Oh, so that, uh, yeah, Ori, Ori, well, Ori and the Blind Forest. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll say, I've so, got two games. Yeah, yeah, definitely know it. Yeah, no. Absolutely stunning game, and that was the game that actually got me back uh, back into the game dev world because I was like, in <laughs> within the first like two minutes of playing that game, I sat there almost in tears, and I'm like, no no word has been spoken, <laughs> like, and and I'm sitting here like super emotional. If a game can do that in under two minutes, <laughs> I have faith in the indie industry. <laughs> True. True. So I was like, awesome. You know, the, so that game immediately gripped me and it, it, it pretty much put it uh, put me back on, on on the game dev path. So yeah, that's recent favorites. Um, other than that, we I, I, yeah, I like to jam a bit of Rocket League. Um, my my mates and I meet every so often online to to just uh, hit a hit a soccer ball with a car around. So much fun! Oh, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got um, I like um, sort of the 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 third person style games, specifically like um, Uncharted, mm-hmm. Uncharted Four. Incredible game. Play it if you have not played it. Oh, of course. Uh, I <laughs> so um yeah i can't really give you a specific genre mm. of like just as long as it's a good game you okay. know uh, have you tried horizon or not yet i'm sorry horizon oh horizon zero dawn yeah um so i'm actually busy playing that at the moment okay okay yeah me too i'm trying yeah, to finish yeah. it uh, <laughs> it, it is I'm a lengthy game. I didn't get I, very far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I actually, I actually, um, <laughs> I found a, a like a, a possessed. Um, I don't know what they call him, and I just ran through the map and I got all the way through to one of the, like the biggest cities and I completely missed like the entire storyline. No, don't do that. That's <laughs> what, I always go horizontal. I like to walk around, explore, make sure of 
done the course, and then I move forward. But I wanted you say, oh, that was my intention, right? But it, I, <laughs> but like I just get, ended up there. Can you even get, get far without proper weapons and proper upgrades? You, they just well, that's your the ass. thing I just read. <laughs> I was on that like the possessed um I don't know what they call them. Like, yeah, and like those things are fast. So I was just okay, well go. So have have you gone to the ruins at least? Ruins, yeah. Um you know, I probably have. I probably didn't recognize it all or see the name because I was just so how do you, past. How do you over do you override machines right now or um, yes. So so overriding machines. Um there oh, is that um if I can just remember the name, um, those tall giraffe things. Uh, launcher, <laughs> launcher, launcher. I, I forgot how to pronounce it. Launcher. So, so uh, launcher. Those things that you have to climb. I actually don't know what the name. Oh, are. okay, okay, okay. I forgot what uh, something. They're, they're, neck, something neck. Something, yeah, something neck. You're right, like, yeah, it's got neck in, Is it in there neck? somewhere. Does it make sense? Some something tells me it's turtle neck. Is it? Mm. Wait, it could be. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to Google that later. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so I'm definitely out in the uh, like in the in the wilds, you know. And I've I've done a lot of hunting. I've done a lot of um. I've done a lot of sort of upgrades. So I'm not completely weak, mm-hmm. but I think I completely ruined the start of the game for myself by just possessing a uh, a machine and and running off like through through the wilds without caring. <laughs> so I was like, oops. <laughs> Yeah, that was my bad. Uh, Otherwise, good game. Yeah, it it is amazing. I don't yeah. want to stop playing it, but I just life, you know. <laughs> uh, Always gets in the. Way. Hmm. Uh, it's not turtleneck, by the way. I just googled. We j- someone is laughing at us. Anyone is listening is laughing at us right now. <laughs> uh, so. Besides Ori, I know you've mentioned Ori. Do you have any game you played recently that you really uh, recommend? Maybe it's an indie game we haven't heard of. Um, I can't say. You can't I say Ori. Um... You can't say Ori. That will be too bad. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I know this awesome game, Ebershaw. Let me tell you about it. <laughs> I forgot what it's called, but this is the link. I <laughs> know. Uh, um, I can't say. Like, um, I actually haven't played many games over the last few years. Um, I, I, I've pretty much played, I think, Uncharted 4 mm-hmm. and Horizon Zero Dawn. Great. Last of Us? Yeah. Last of Us? No? So, Last of Us, yes. Last oh, of okay, Us is good. amazing. Okay, good. Yeah, no. Like, uh, the, on, on, well, I haven't played the remastered edition. Uh, at least you've played it. And you've played the yeah, uh, no. DLC? The- no, I haven't. I am I missing? Yes, oh dear. Yes, this is this is one of the DLCs that defines what DLC should be. Oh, awesome! Okay, yes, then, it does. You know, it does fill a big gap of the story, and it's not just wonderful. a recycled material like Assassin's Creed do to us. Sure, yeah, Assassin's Creed got repetitive very quickly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Cool. Sorry. Go. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm. Yeah. Uh, well, we're uh, reaching the end of the show. Just uh, where can people find more about you and support Orb? 
Um, so you can find me on um, orbgame.net, mm-hmm. www.orbgame.net. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also hit uh, my social feeds. I'm on Instagram. I think it's Peak Devils, mm-hmm. uh, as well as Twitter, Peak Devils, um, and Facebook. Uh, just search for Devils Peak Games, and you should be able to find what you're looking for. Uh, all the information is on the actual um, landing page on orbgame.net. So. You can't get lost. Great. We'll link to it. And anything you'd like to add before we wrap up the show? Um, just that I would like to thank thank you for this, this awesome opportunity. Um, and once again, for, for the support that you've given me and, and the community. Um, I think your work is definitely has not gone unnoticed. So, yeah, keep up the good work. And... and um, so it's quite a nice relationship uh, forming, a nice community forming. So Thanks good so job. much. Uh, honor and pleasure to hear this. And if this if it's helping, then definitely I'm enjoying doing it. Awesome. It absolutely is helping. I think everyone appreciates it. Thanks so much. Well, Robert, it's been uh, great having you. Thank you so much for being the first guest from South Africa. And I sure hope not the last. And I... Also hope you will join us for a, another talk after Orb is launched and we can talk more about it. Uh, awesome. Yeah, so wish you all the best with the Greenlight campaign. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been great talking to you. Go, go, go. Yeah, pleasure is mine. All right. Have a good day. <laughs> you too, Bishop. Bye. Bye-bye.